I don't want to be every woman. And I laughed. My specialist saying, like, I want the medium life. She said, I'm still a little on the hard, but the soft, but I can't give me a medium life. And I laughed with her because I said, once again, we can't have absolutes. We're like, either it's hard life or soft life. Right. And I'm like, why can't we? Where, where is the medium? Take control of your career and compensation right now. It's your five minute career hack. What's up, hackers? Welcome back to another electrifying episode of Five Minute Career Hacks special series. I'm Candace here again, one of your pivot masters. And our purpose here is to provide you with insight and action steps to guide you through any pivot in your career, your company, and your confidence. And today's show is brimming with empowerment and actionable insights just the way we like it. No fluff, all action. And our guest today exemplifies this mantra and, and, and is an embodiment of purpose, faith, and empowerment. Get ready to be inspired, take your notes, and you got to be about that action. But before we dive in, I want you to be sure to hit that subscribe button so you can keep receiving the blessings of our weekly career hack videos. During today's episode, we want to hear from you. Drop your insights, drop your comments. And as I always say, even leave emojis to let us know how this episode made you feel. Now, today we have the incredible Shakira Hemphill joining us. And guys, she is a force to be reckoned with. Shakira is a certified life coach, transformational leader, an inspirational speaker, and sought-after author. Say that a bunch of times, but that's just <laughs> the tip of the iceberg. Shakira's most important role being a mother to her young king, Elijah. Her mission is clear, helping women overcome burnout, embrace their worthiness, and reconnect with faith to fearlessly experience infinite opportunities while also living out their purpose. With over 20 years of expertise in education, teaching, curriculum development, program management, and professional development, Shakira's journey began as a sixth grade ELA teacher in Washington, D.C. She's the principal founder of Women of Worth, WOW, Inc., a 501c3 faith-based nonprofit headquartered in D.C. Welcome, Shakira, to the 5-Minute Career Hack, and it is such a an honor to have you on today. Thank you, Candice. I am so excited. I am like just brimming with <laughs> excitement. <laughs> yes, as am I. And you'll probably see a lot of our content. Um, and, and we also have a module here at the 5-Minute Career Hack uh, called Renew on Burnout. But as I was you know, mm. reading and, and understanding you, this is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart as someone who's experienced burnout and had to find purpose yeah. out after that. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to the conversation today. Um, and I think we're going, I'm going to learn, but I think there's going to be a lot of alignment um, in the way that yeah. we think about things and how we want to coach those who either are trying to avoid, prevent, or experience burnout and find life afterwards, right? So again, thank Fine. you for being yeah. on today. And I always say, I know you just didn't arrive here on the podcast, <laughs> and I know I gave a really, really good um, intro that, that told a lot about you, but just I'm sure there are some things that I left out and a part of your journey that uh, will be inspiring to the audience. So tell us about you and your career journey. Yeah. So, um, you know, the one thing that led me to this place was understanding that 
or not understanding my worth. Mm. And so my journey began because as you read in earlier on, I was in a very desolate and just burnt out, but more importantly, just hurtful place. And yes, I've been in education 20 years. I've been a teacher. I've done um, work around professional learning. I've ran an HR department. Um, I did all of those things and was a part of the C-suite and just really just what I thought was the fullness of life. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, um, when I grew up, I had an entire journal of what I was going to be by 25. I'll be married. We'll have a white picket fence. I'll be Dr. Shakira. And I left it blank. Like I literally had everything planned out. And uh, the funny thing was God was like, you're not including me in the plan. So now I need Mm. to like kind of transform the plan. Yeah. And when I finally got to the place of saying like, okay, Shakira, you have been equipped to flow, flow into where I'm calling you, but the titles don't matter. Mm, and that piece hit me in a place, Candace, when I felt like I was at the peak of my life. Mm. So why would I struggle with worthiness? Everyone's coming to me. They think that I'm super confident, that I can walk into a room. And God was saying, but they don't see the the moments at night when you're crying yourself to sleep. Mm. They don't see the moments when you're wondering about the rejection and the neglect and you're playing these trauma stories from your childhood over and over again, and you haven't forgiven and you haven't released. And so I need to get in there so that I can prepare you to do what I've called you to do for the world. So my journey started born and raised in DC. Um, Of course, you know, you're like that child that knew everything. You were popular, all the pieces, super smart, went to Spelman, went to GW, did all the things I thought that I should have done. And I'm grateful because those experiences really helped to kind of formulate and bring me to a place of fullness. Mm -hmm. But then as I was working, which I literally just, my last day, I just resigned as of last, um, probably Thursday, Congratulations. So I'm in a Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I served for 19 years. I would have been entering in my 20th year in the organization, and it was a full circle moment. Um, but what I recognized was, Shakira, if you don't tell the truth about your story, you give other people the opportunity to tell your story. Mm. And I said, well, I don't need someone else narrating the story. I just need God scripting it. And anybody else, we don't need you to narrate it. You could be a part of it, but I don't need the narration. So I came to the place of saying, you know, I literally was just, I fell down the side of my dresser, Candace, and I could feel it. And I was like, this is not, this isn't life. This is not life. And I had my son, he was diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. I felt like I did something wrong. I felt like I was being punished. And God literally came in and like swooped in on me in that moment and whispered. Like it was so audible. He was like, wake up, Mm. rise up. Mm. And I started to read the story of Ruth. And as I read that story, I was like, wow. This woman just followed what God said to do, and she wasn't even looking for a Boaz, Mm. but he saw that she was worthy. And so he said, women are looking for a place to come Mm -hmm. to say, you know what? I can be truthful with what I'm experiencing, but I do know that there's something more inside of me. And so I started Women of Worth back in 2000. We actually started with a prayer call. 
<laughs> that we are celebrating 11 years in October. Wow. And I'm really excited. I'm, all the way. Thank you. <laughs> Girl, started with a call with people saying like, hey, come on to this 6 o'clock a.m. prayer call. And he and I said, nobody's going to come because who's coming at 6 o'clock to pray with somebody? <laughs> You'd be surprised. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was. 11 years later, um, things have just, just been a blessing. And so I decided that, okay, we need to do more. And so that's when I decided to birth. Well, not decided. I I yielded to what was put inside of me to do. And so I said, well, you know what, God, we're going to go after these, a mil- these million women that I know in the world who want to do more, who are experiencing that space where they're like, why? Like the revolution is inside of me, but I'm so afraid because of everything everyone else has told me and all the titles that they've put on me. And so then we came into Women of Worth. And so I've been able to really just coach. And I I consider myself like a guide. And I don't really think about like coaching in that way. But being a guide to be able to give people like a a disruptor. I'm like, Mm. we're disrupting. We have some things we got to get out of the way. Because just like you said, when it's time to pivot, Pivoting takes us having a certain level of confidence. And sometimes we refuse to pivot because we're afraid. So, um, you know, 10 years later, we are excited. Um, We we pretty much are rebranding at this point now. Um, So this is like the perfect time to just flow into I know what God has called us, where I know God has called us to go. Wow, that was so awesome. I I know at one point you may have saw me writing because I was like, let me capture some of these gems. Not only to go back, but just even for myself, quite honestly. Um, and I agree that pivot does does require confidence, but it also requires what you originally talked about, too. And that's you facing that truth for you to have a sustainable pivot in your career or in your company. You got to sometimes those moments like you described of man, I am not, I'm in pain. I don't, I don't, this is not me. I know I'm not walking in my purpose. You got to get to the truth of how you really feel and walk boldly in that in order for your pivot to last. Um, And I'm one who I've made several pivots and not (laughs) regrettably, but there were times where the pivot was still a lie for the lack of a better word. I was Mm, still projecting what I wanted everybody else to think about this career mm-hmm. move or this business move versus saying, Candace, what do you really want? And how do you really feel? Mm-hmm. And is this really your dream? That's work that I, it took me years to do, quite honestly, Shakira. You're probably going to mm-hmm. fix my life here in about the next 20 minutes, but it was years <laughs> of just, you know, yeah. having those ups and downs and mistakes and these pivots that it just wasn't my truth. And now that I'm like, mm-hmm unapologetically like this is who I am my brand is my brand I am Mm -hmm. who I am this is what I'm passionate about it feels freeing Um, I have more peace Um, I'm more clear Mm. about my purpose and that allows me to come to others or go to others and support them be a role model for them so model what what that looks like but then also to your point disrupt when I see those things that I used to do yeah, I'm more confident about calling it out so I can help. You may not receive mm-hmm. it, but I'm going to call it out now because I've experienced it. I've been through that valley and I want you. I don't mm-hmm. want that for you. It didn't feel good, even though pain is good. Sometimes it just didn't feel good. And that's what God wants me to do is to make sure that he uses me as a vessel to help others to overcome those challenges or do the work to find that place of peace and purpose. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's so powerful, Candice. Like that, that I, you're literally saying so much. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm keeping in my notes. I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> like, like overload, like. <laughs> but I think <clears throat> there is a piece I share with my community that this is a time for divine order, mm-hmm. and divine order happens in a way where. We think of order like, okay, something has to be one, two, three. Mm-hmm. But literally, when we think about divine order, there could be a three, two, one situation that occurs because it's a, an alignment with purpose. Yeah. And when you get to a space where you're like, okay, if it's three, two, one, I still believe that there is a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And we can experience mm-hmm. happy new year moments in the middle of of a new year. <laughs> so I told my team, I was like, look, this is happy new year. Like if I made a decision, like after this period to move and to shift after prayer and fear, I'm not going to say like, oh, I was just so like, oh yeah, let's go. I, I was afraid, mm-hmm. but I was more afraid of Shakira I got. I had to get to the space where I said, "Are you afraid of what's on the other side, or you are? Are you afraid of being disobedient?" Mm. And so when I begin to say, "I need to be more fearful of disobedience than what's on the other side," and so that a whole other podcast was the moment. (laughs) (laughs) You know, look, we know, and as as entrepreneurs, especially. A lot of times we're looking at things and people and and posts and unfactuals because they're mm-hmm. not factual. We're believing, we're picking it up. And the reality of it is like, that was never yours to pick up. And so he said, God said, like, this is divine order, divine alignment, abundance. Mm-hmm. It's all coming full circle. But what has to happen is there is a nucleus that happens in the middle that keeps you there. Mm-hmm. That brings it to a space of being able to come forth. And so as you were sharing, I just kept hearing like, you know, like the surrendering piece of it, mm. like understanding that, like I can surrender, yep. I can surrender to the person that I thought I was like that piece. That was a whole nother podcast, Candice, when you said that I was pivoting into something else that I was thinking was me, but it really wasn't me. Yeah. It's with the title that someone else said, oh, you're a great project manager. So mm-hmm. I went and got a degree in project management hated it right right the worst ever yeah but i was living in what someone else said versus living in my truth yep yep Mm -hmm. yeah no you just uh reminded me of a disruptor that i like to use when you know because i'm still human so anytime i say they them i'm talking about Mm -hmm. me too um but a disruptor i like to use i think i shared in one of our episodes of when i find myself in those moments where maybe it's not about me and it's more about what everybody else thinks or external comparison. I'll run and I'll use my co-founders as an example. Um, my So this is me introducing myself. This is what it looks like to the outside world. I'm Candace and I am living Alicia's wildest dream and walking in Jamila's purpose. And when you think about and run your decisions, your career choices through the filter of where did I learn this? Do I really believe it? Is it really what I want? And then you can't say it's yours and you can't put your name to the original person that, uh, yes, that original person that wanted that. And it's something you really just be truthful and say, like, who really was it? Like, 
who told me this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why mm-hmm. am I afraid to speak? Is it because somebody told me that they I wasn't articulate enough? That's my story, right? Mm-hmm. And so when you mm-hmm. go back and you run it through that filter of the origin of the thought, the belief, the action, mm-hmm. and you're not at the root of it, then it makes it's it's a disruptor of like, okay, so I need to now yeah. insert their names, but I need to take it out now because this is my journey. This is yeah. my pivot. This is my mm-hmm. confidence, my courage. Um, that I that I have to make sure that I'm, you know, exemplifying. So, no, I loved everything you said. And I also like the part about um, that happy new year in the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, <laughs> or in the middle of the year, sorry. Um, yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to always happen. Um, that's a part of the process. That's a better way for me to say it. Yeah. The part of the process of um, exploring new things, experiencing new things, having new epiphanies about your life and your career. Mm-hmm. And that can happen throughout the journey. It's not going to happen yeah. at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year. Yes. You got to be present for yes. those moments to be able to celebrate them as they are so you can recognize the mm-hmm. learning in it and pay it forward with your next step. So I love that you that you shared that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if someone drops a gift on your doorstep and it's wrapped yeah. in a bow and it has yeah. Christmas wrapping paper, you're not going to say, oh, I'm going to keep this till Christmas. Yeah, right. You're going to want to open it in that moment. Yeah. So because it's a it's the gift. And sometimes we put so many timelines and time stamps and we do yeah. need to have some structure around time. But there are things that can shift and happen in a matter of seconds that you may not have even been thinking about that part. Like that was not that, that part wasn't even a part of your agenda. Cause I'm I'm an agenda planner woman. I'm like, give me all the great planners and all these things and color code calendars. And, you know, so you do all of these things and then you recognize like, Oh, but wait, there was a gift that I forgot to unwrap. Mm. Like this time together is a gift. So we are literally in a moment in time unwrapping a gift in this time with each other that will then give us a chance to share a greater gift with the world. Yes. Love it. Unwrap. Put that in the chat for those of you who are listening. (laughs) I might have a gift that needs to be unwrapped. And I think I posted Mm -hmm. something recently of gifts are not meant to be to stay in the box with a bow on it. They're mm. meant to be open mm. and we have to open those gifts. And first we got to see, we got to realize that somebody even left on our doorstep or we, you know, God gave us the gift. We got to acknowledge and recognize it, but then you can't keep it wrapped up. Got to undo that gift. So yep. no, I love that. I love that. And so one of the things, and, and I want to share this because obviously we're both women, your business is geared towards women. And a lot, what we talk about a lot at five minute career hack is, the rate of burnout in women compared to men. Mm. Um, There's a lot of different statistics out there, um, but the one we probably lean on the most from, I believe it's the University of Southern California. um, Oh, no, sorry, the University of California in San Francisco. 73% of women Mm. experience burnout compared to 62% of men. And then I looked at a Lean In article also that showed with their survey, it was like 33 to 22 with the people they surveyed. And that 10-year yeah. gap, right? Like, I mean, it's, depending on how many people you survey, that's a lot of people. So obviously this is, um, I, I got I, a lot of reasons, but this is something that is impacting women at a greater rate. And so I'm always mm-hmm. um, conscious of that. I know men experience burnout too, but I think a lot of the things that we talk about 
are things that women experience in terms of what's our role, operating yeah. in our purpose, where do we belong in the workplace, we're not paid enough, all those things. And so just talk mm-hmm. to you more about some common things, considering those statistics, some common things that you see with your clients and your business um, of that women are facing and maybe a couple of tips or hacks for the listener, the yeah. woman who's listening to this, who may be experiencing burnout or not sure if she is, a couple of hacks that will mm-hmm. help support her through this journey. Yeah, and I think that, as you said, the one thing it's like, it doesn't matter your race. <laughs> it doesn't matter your socioeconomic background. There are, like, burnout is real. Mm-hmm. And I think what has happened is we have capitalized and normalized the belief of being the superwoman. Mm-hmm. So there has been a whole, like, that's another, another, another podcast. But what's happened is we have been chasing so many things that we refuse to place ourselves in a role of care. So we've picked up the title of being a martyr. We've picked up the title of being I'm every woman. I remember that song and I was young. I'm every woman. I'm like, yes, and I'm seeing it. But really I'm placing that on myself. And I'm like, what is an every woman? What does that look like? And now in my life, I'm like, I don't want to be every woman. And I laughed. My specialist saying, like, I want the medium life. She said, I'm still a little on the hard, but the soft, but I can't give me a medium life. And I laughed with her because I said, once again, we can't have absolutes. We're like, either it's hard life or soft life. Right. And I'm like, why can't we, where, where is the medium? And for women, what I've seen, especially a number of my clients, the, the, the big, Three things that come up when they talk about, like, I'm being, like, I'm the burnout. They overcommit. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid to say no. Yep. I'm afraid to, that if I tell this person no, that they're going to think that there is something wrong with me or that I am not, they can't rely on me. But all the 100 times before you said yes, you're thinking this one time you say no would change the 100 other yeses. Right. So I find that those women are like, okay, Shakira, what do I do now? Like, how do I come to someone and tell them like, no, I am not interested mm-hmm. in doing this work with you or no, I can't attend your birthday party because I got, I did not get any sleep because I decided that I needed to do things with my family. And then when we think about the career minded woman, the one who's ex- desiring to accelerate, you're the one in the office that's staying late. You're picking up your children late. You're picking up food, fast food. You, you're you thinking about like, okay, how do I continue to go forward so that I can become this executive who then pours out even more? So I've had that woman come to me and she's like, I'm just weary. I am tired. I am broken. I am just tired. And the interesting thing is that woman pretty much knows her purpose, mm-hmm. but she's so tired. She can't even dig into it. Because I have nothing left inside of me to even try to say, I want to do something more. So she's kind of, she's wrestling against herself and she's trying to figure out where does that other piece land. Mm -hmm. And, And I laugh because burnout builds up. It's not something that just happens overnight. You literally are, you see it in your physical, your weight, 
You see mm-hmm. it in and how you show up and what, what comes forth and not just your dress, but how you articulate your body language, the things that you do. And so I tell the women, I'm like, okay, look, we're going to get to the, to the root mm-hmm. because there's a root. There's a root with burnout. Yeah. Burnout comes because I'm trying to show someone that I am better. And I am the best. And that means by any means necessary. And that is detrimental to our health. And so we then become the woman that is hard. The woman who's leading and people are like, oh, there's no bend. They're inflexible. But inside you're like, I'm not that person. But if I'm not, then what do people think of me? And then that means that now I don't have a team. Yes, I may have people I'm on, that's on my team, but if I'm a team of one with a team of 10, what does that feel like? Right. I've picked up everybody's responsibilities. And so you have that woman that then says, you know, I, I'm clear that there is burnout. I know some things are missing, but I just get bombarded with yeah. all of life. I am active in my church. I'm active in my, my, if I have children in PTA, I'm running, I'm the soccer mom, I'm the football mom, I'm all of these, all the things, Mm -hmm. but I have no peace and no joy. So I'm literally like a mannequin. You might as well just sit me up in the house as the mannequin and just move my arms in whatever direction you need me to go in. And so I've done something with the women that really has, um, kind of taken off. I help them to like find their voice because what I recognize is that burnout comes because I refuse to use my voice in a way that's going to be um, benef- that beneficial, but important to me. Mm. How do I tell people how I need to show up? How do I make people have recognition that what I have to share is important? So they have to then go through this process where they're like reimagining rewriting their story. So we do something, um, and this is something I would tell the like to try this, you all. If you go back and think about your 10-year-old self, mm-hmm. because 10 year old at the age of 10, that's when you're beginning to like become you have your own opinion. You're formulating some some desires and you're like, okay, now I can speak up. Mm-hmm. I want you to go back and I want you to think about that story when someone told you that you were not enough that you could never amount amount to anything, that your voice was, Mm -hmm. that you were too loud or you were too soft, Mm -hmm. that you were always talking and you, or you were too quiet. And if you write down those three, those moments, just think about like, I remember I was in a classroom. I was in Ms. Wright's classroom and Ms. Wright would tell me you're so smart, but you're too smart for your own good. She told me that. And I was just like, what? (laughs) <laughs> what does that mean? Have you have you, so call, I begin you to say, her up? Have you called her up? Have y'all revisit? That? <laughs> I have not seen Miss Wright, but believe me, I know what she looked like. She wore glasses, curly hair. I remember that lady. Yes. And it was funny because she was one of my favorite teachers, but she put in me and she she put this belief inside of me that Shakira, you have to quiet your voice down. Yeah. And when I begin to write the story over, I changed the narrative of the story. So I said, Shakira, so I want you all to do this. You 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 write out the things that you experienced, mm-hmm. 
But then I want you to take out the negative things and I want you to replace it with a positive. Mm. And then to read that story. Yes. So when Ms. Wright said to me, Shakira, you're too good for your own self. I, I changed. I said, Shakira, the world needs all of your goodness. And that includes you speaking up when others are afraid to talk. Yeah. And that includes you also being a good listener. And so I began to reframe and change the narrative of my story mm -hmm. because I said, I know that I belong here. Yeah. And I need to reimagine what that looks like. And so when I did that, Candace, it literally shifted me in a way that I didn't know that I was holding all of these things inside. I was yeah. thinking that I was just like, oh, this great leader and you can do these, you can have this. But I was really living not at my fullest potential because I was so afraid that one day someone would say, you do too much. You're extra. <laughs> and people will give us, give the people say that you're Lord. extra, you do too much. And I say, you don't do enough. Yes. My, my co-founder says, my co-founder Alicia uh, says, uh, somebody told her she's doing the most. And she was like, well, who wants to do the least? Like, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, who lives to do the least? <laughs> right. Nobody. <laughs> I'm doing just enough for me. I'm doing yeah. what I want to do. And yes. It might be too much for you. But we don't live in the same body. So thank mm -mm. you. Thank mm -mm. you. That's that's how you respond to that. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> and move on. And right? if you can't live here, right. Thank you. And that's <laughs> the piece. And be and still, and they're gonna come back and say, you know what I was thinking? You really are doing there's something special about you because we don't know how to give compliments. Yeah. We've mm -hmm. we've we have resorted to now, even when we we see someone in dress nice, like, oh girl, look at that hair, it's given. Yeah. Your hair looks nice. It's like, okay, you know, just give people what it is. Just say what it is. But, it, you know, and I do it too. I'll see someone like, yes. And what does a yes mean? Does a yes mean that- Use your words. I love your dress. Use the words, Shakira. Use the words. Describe what you are experiencing. Yes, no. And so, um, you know, I think that that's important. And, and as women, we already are- handling a lot of various titles mm -hmm. you know you want to be the boss you want to be the boardroom or you're going to be the broke one like there's so many things it's always an absolute yeah. it's like okay I, but then the men oh he he's in he's in line to become the next ceo because he's continued to show his leadership and he's continued to show that he's agile and he's you know and you're like but what about me? Right. We I, Literally, I helped write the report that he's presenting to you. Imagine a world where recruiters come knocking at your virtual door, eager to hire you for your dream job. This can be you with 5-Minute Career Hacks exclusive LinkedIn Hacking Package. Over 90% of recruiters rely on this platform to make hiring decisions. And guess what else? 75% of people hired last year were discovered right here on LinkedIn. But we get it, you're busy, overwhelmed, and just struggling to find the time to optimize your profile. Let us do the work for you. For a limited time only, sign up today and we can help you break through your career on LinkedIn. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, talk about I it. I pulled the research. We talked about this yeah. together. I led this initiative, but mm. he got all the credit. Got it. No, that's so. that's such a common story. Um, 
a lot of things coming up. You 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 probably mm-hmm. dropped about four or five more collabs or episodes that we need to do <laughs> in regards to this topic. And um, I'm gonna share a couple things, but uh, you know, as we continue to build out burnout and extend that, I think you would be um, just someone we would love to work with in terms of just sharing this type of stuff, these truths um, in terms of burnout and how to overcome and prevent it, how to live through it. Um, I would love to to I have you that. be a part of that with us because uh, you, you we're speaking the same that. language. You are we are speaking the same language, um, but I want to make sure that the, the people don't miss the exercise because it was so powerful, um, mm-hmm. and, and I want to just make sure I underscore it a little bit. Yeah. So going back to the origin of that story, writing down all of your experiences, mm-hmm. taking the negative ones out, and replacing it with the positive. And the reason I wanted to make sure that I underscored that is because some people, there's a couple narratives I hear. One is I don't need to go back to the past, but if the past Mm -hmm. is showing up in the way that you're operating today, then yes, you do need to go back and revisit the past. But two, Mm -hmm. the second narrative I probably hear is, well, if I take the negative off, then maybe I'm acting like it didn't happen. So that's what the process is for, right? You want to acknowledge mm-hmm. the experience. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to, you don't have to be attached to a certain identity because of the experience, but you have to yeah. acknowledge the experience and then give it a home, which is now mm-hmm. you've acknowledged it, get it off the paper, and now you can replace it with that thing that is going to allow mm-hmm. you to operate to you know release some of those fears some of those insecurities yeah and what I love about you what you do is operating in your purpose because nobody Mm -hmm. it it just doesn't feel good to be operating in someone else's purpose or living your life based on an experience that someone else that you experienced with someone else if that makes sense yeah Um, so I wanted to make sure I underscore that go ahead And you can't, like, if you think about it, it's almost as if you are experiencing like an outer body. If you will begin to have things happen to your body that will be an adverse reaction to you trying to live out someone else's dreams and someone else's purpose. And it won't come naturally. If I know I'm not a baker and I try to go in the kitchen a, a, a real bakery and I'm trying to make something in that moment, my time will, what took, what takes someone that's craft that has a craft and a gift in that area, 30 minutes, it may take me three hours because now I'm measuring and I'm, so then you, you, you're experiencing a time lapse and yeah. what that looks like for you. And sometimes we don't recognize that I'm actually living it in someone else's dream and it may take some time. And that's why I tell my clients that we do a freedom journey. Mm-hmm. And that freedom journey gives you a space to forgive first yourself. Mm. That's Drop the mic, important. girl. Drop the mic. <laughs> forgive yourself. That part, yes. forgive yourself. Because we're, we're like, I need to forgive one, my mom, my dad, my sister, my uncle, my ex-boyfriend, ex-wife, you know, whomever. But we not, but we don't realize that we are holding our own selves in unforgiveness. So we don't give ourselves grace. Yes. We learn how to give it to others, but we struggle. I when mm-hmm. I say we, I say I'm gonna talk about myself. We struggle to give yeah. it to ourselves. And 
you know, I'm going to say this because I know we got we got to near the end in a minute. There's definitely going to be a part two. Let me throw mm-hmm. that in there real, real fast. <laughs> um, but sometimes it's so easy to look at everyone else that may have mm-hmm. contributed to our situation. And when you really start, this is the part that actually hurts. When you get down to who it really mm-hmm. was and you realize that it was actually you who oppressed yourself. Like, I'll use an example I miss my daughter's pre-K graduation because I had, I went to work. My boss didn't say, you got to go to work today, miss your graduation. I was mad at them because I didn't go to the graduation. And I was the one who made the decision. Nobody, I was a, I pressed mm-hmm. myself. I told myself this mm-hmm. and then blamed it on, and not outwardly and openly, but... Everybody. It's like, oh, this job is yeah. just so demanding. I'm missing these family functions. Yeah. And back to your point earlier around saying no, like I was thinking that I've said yes to everything and a no is going to hinder me and it's going to it's gonna harm my mm-hmm. career. And I was saying no to myself, no to my family, mm-hmm. and no to my purpose. I got probably about 50, 11 mm-hmm. stories to tell you about how I said no to my purpose. Uh, for the sake of mm. someone else's dream and someone else's agenda. Um, so, no, I, I just, you shared so much. We're going to definitely have a part two because I, when I tell you I got a page full of notes it. here, um, <laughs> page full of notes of like what I wanted to say, but I just don't have time. <laughs> um, but I do before well, I, I turn. Definitely yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was saying I'm definitely like, I would love it. I, this was a great conversation, um, yes. dialogue, just connection. Yes. You know, I, I'm, I'm really, I, I believe in like divine connections. And so I Absolutely. definitely hope that, you know, I know like I'm listening to you and I'm like, dang, I need to have my notebook Girl, me up too. here <laughs> and trying to get, <laughs> me but it will too. stick. It, the thing, I, and if not, I'll say, Candace, can you tell me what was the piece that you meant? Not, right again. All again. Yes, absolutely. No, that's what, this is for. that's what this platform is for. You know, I always think um, to my therapist, especially when I, after I experienced that burnout, uh, my therapist mm-hmm. shared would be like, hey, I've got a therapist too. Um, and we're both in the coaching space, but that doesn't mean that we know everything. That doesn't mean that we have all the answers. Um, one of the young lady who I... Um, who I uh, in my life right now, she said something recently, relationships mm-hmm. is currency. currency. Um, I've got people in my network, mm-hmm. in my circle, um, that know things that I don't, that can fill gaps where I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the power yes. of this community is so important. So I I came here expecting, I think I shared with you in pre-show, like it was giving Shakira <laughs> fix my life. I was like, I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave. Um, yeah, but Noah, it's been such a pleasure to share with you. Yes. And thank you for sharing that something resonated with you. I know I am 100% yes. confident that those who are listening to this episode um, got at least five gems, but for certain one, um, just listening to the things that you shared. And um, before I turn it over to you, I do want to just throw this one thing out there because we talked about burnout. And what's in my spirit right now is the person who may be experiencing burnout, but doesn't want to say anything. They even can hear this episode and it's like, yeah, I'm experiencing that, but I don't want to say anything. Um, And the reason for that is, I believe, 
in my own experience is that we view burnout as a bad thing, as something Mm -hmm. that makes us um, less than or incomplete or, Mm -hmm. um, and again, that's, that's the pressure that you're putting on yourself. Right. And so I just want to share, and then I'll, I'll let you share your just last nugget because I know we're out of time, but I probably about six months ago, I, I changed my, um, changed my story about my experience of burnout because it was a pretty severe one. Um, burnout, I used to say burnout almost killed me, mm. but I now am under the mindset of burnout actually saved my life. My body, my mind, my spirit, my emotions, my mental, it was all, it all came crashing down and my body, my mind shut down as a result of all the things that you talked about in, in order to preserve life. If I had kept going, young, young lady, young man, for you listening to this, if you keep going the way that you are and not considering yourself and saying yes to all the things, all the stuff that Shakira talked about, um, your, your body is going to shut down. Um, and you deserve more than that. Burnout is not a bad thing. It will, it's, it's, you actually, if you're experiencing that, your body is just listen to your body, listen to your mind, that tired that you feel, um, listen to that. Um, and you've got two great coaches on today, um, five minute career hack organization, the wow effect with Shakira. Um, you got folks that are here that want to support you through that. And I wanted to just make sure the person that is hearing is, is I hear me say that nothing is wrong with you. You're okay. Yes. You're okay. And mm, burnout mm-hmm. is not, what you're experiencing is not a bad thing. And so that hit my spirit. I, I couldn't hold that in. I, it can't yeah. wait to the next mm-hmm. episode. Um, so I mm-hmm. wanted to just share that based mm-hmm. on what you talked about. But Shakira, any final words? If you had a, anything that you want to share um, and final words over the next couple of minutes, I want to open the mic back to you to share uh, with those who are listening today. Yeah, Candace, that was powerful. And I thank you for yielding and sharing that. Because um, oftentimes people think they're coming to someone to support because something's ro- wrong or broken. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I tell people is like, you're not broken. Mm-hmm. And you're not here because something is wrong. You actually are here because you made an even more empowering decision mm. to say, I matter mm. and I'm worthy. I am worthy of all the support in the world that can come to me. And so when we think about this um, and for all of the listeners, and if you are just saying to yourself, like, what happens next? Mm. Because a lot of times it's the what happens next. We get the information, but what happens next? You have the keys in your hand. Mm. And I'm reminded of a poem where it speaks to um, just getting your own key, making your key. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I share this with my team because I want them to understand that even as listeners, that burnout is real, but it starts at a space where you believe that you're not worthy of being at a place of peace, a place of peace. And I know that no one wakes up in the morning saying that I am a horrible person. 
No one wakes up in the morning believing that they are not worthy of their desires and their dreams. And I believe that as you continue to move and to believe and to walk into who you are, you don't have to pay for worthiness. Mm. It was already given to you. Mm. It was Mm. given to you at the inception of your birth. It's not something you have to try to go to school to receive. There is no PhD, no master's, nothing that can actually say that you have to go here and learn. Mm -hmm. There is some unlearning that happens because we've been clouded and we've had a lot of junk that comes in. But it is definitely a reminder that God gives us every single day that he created a blueprint of your life. And when he did that, he decided that you were worthy. Mm -hmm. And when he said it, he coined it by saying it was good. Mm. So when we were created, he said it was good. So burnout is a piece of the puzzle, but it's not the puzzle that puts the entire masterpiece together that part it's a piece of the puzzle you are a masterpiece you are a masterpiece you are a masterpiece and the world deserves to to experience the fullness of who you are so we get to pluck out what doesn't fit in to the masterpiece as we are continuing excuse me to move in that creation and that recognition of knowing that we are worthy. So thank you. Love it. Thank Love you. It. No, I, I can't even add. I'm just going to tell the those who are listening, put this in the chat. Worthiness is free. And I it's free, free. Masterpiece. <laughs> he said it was good. Yes. That was, that was so mm-hmm. good. And I appreciate you so much for sharing. You know, we, we're on a career platform. Um, this is a career platform mm-hmm. and um, I'm a career wellness coach. I, you know, kind of wrestled with, okay, these are the things that I need to talk about, but we're in like this yeah. professional space. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. then looking back through my own journey, um, my career wellness is so important because if you're not well Absolutely. in your, in all those other dimensions of well being, then your career your business for the long term is not going to be sustainable. And so mm-hmm. I think what we're talking mm-hmm. about um, is so, so relevant. Um, it needs to be spread to the masses because <laughs> this is just a part of our wellness. We have to be well people yes. to do our jobs well. And I mean, I just, that's, that's all I really got to say about it. I just, it. I appreciate you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. I don't know if you guys know this, but we don't like pre, you know, we don't pre-discuss things. This was a completely organic conversation. Um, And I'll be honest, I decided in the middle of the conversation the route I wanted to go with it. So I I do, again, I appreciate you, Shakira. Um, I look forward to collaborating with you. Everybody else, stay tuned. You will see us again. In some form or fashion, yes. we're going to see Five Minute Career <laughs> Hack and Shakira again. Uh, we appreciate you for listening. Share this with five people who you know 
need this message. Share this with five people mm-hmm. right now who you know need this message that was shared today by the masterminds, your pivot master, Candace, and Sha- the incredible Shakira Hemphill from the from Wow Inc. I want to make sure I say that right from Wow Inc. Yes. Yes. And show notes below. You'll see show notes to be able to get in contact with the incredible Shakira and to be ready for this upcoming partnership with Five Minute Career Hack. Because I can yes. already tell we're going to do some great things together. Great things. Thank I'm you so excited. much, Queen. I appreciate thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. Everybody have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Now, the five-minute career hack, we call this hacking. Look at you. You just did it. And you don't have to stop here. Take one step every week and ensure that you are pouring into you and getting closer to your career goals. Yep. See that button down there? Hit subscribe. But don't stop there because you know what they say? Sharing is caring. So take five and we'll see you next week.